certainly a new way to intro the podcast. I hope you recognize that song because it's number three in the charts right now with Joel Carey's being number one. It's so class that Shane is Irish. He's still in college and he is such a sound guy. Like to say we had the chats is an understatement. We finished recording and just talked about music for another about 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, I just finished recording with Shane and I'm super pumped, so full of energy and like just so grateful that people like Shane and everyone else I've had on to date has been so forthcoming and so excited to be on this show and sharing their stories to date and what's next for them. What a great episode. I absolutely adored recording it. Shane is such a legend, so class and honestly I can't wait to see what comes next for him. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Hi Shane and welcome to that first step podcast. How are you today? Thanks for having me on. I'm good, yeah. Yourself? Yeah, no, I'm great. Uh, thanks so much. Um, so Shane, I first came across you a few weeks back. I was in my car en route to Tesco, uh, about to get some late my late night munch, and uh, your song came on spin. Thought it was so class. So I wanted to reach out to you to say well done, and we got talking, and thankfully you had the time to come on and speak to me today. Yeah, no, that's unreal though. Thanks. Um, I'm delighted that you heard it on the radio as well. Like, um, I'm delighted you liked it as well. And then for reaching out to me, obviously, as well. So thanks very much for that. <laughs> uh, no problem. So I, when I was in university, I worked in a bar and I was obsessed with house music. I worked in a nightclub and it was so cool. And I love following DJs. I remember being in Brooklyn at Skrillex and Diplo's concerts. Like I love, I'm obsessed with music. So speaking to somebody who produces music is super cool. So let's probably go back to how you first got into it. If you wouldn't mind taking us through that. Yeah, um, I suppose I, I loved music as well. I loved house music and growing up and all, I always loved it. Like my dad would actually like, he would have decks and all like at home. Um, and I'd be just young, like whatever, two or three, and he'd be just blaring tunes, like, and I always loved it, like, and uh, he'd just be showing me a few bits, and then just through the years, I always loved it, like, and I, I kind of always had in my head, like, oh, I'd love to do that, you know, I'd love to be a DJ, and then I just, I just said, I'm going to try and make my own music as well, because I saw other people doing it, and I just saw, like, all you really needed was a laptop, like, and you could make your own stuff, so just kind of went from there. I suppose the last four years was just DJing and producing music, and then, um, Kind of with this last song there, just I've gotten a bit of traction with the last song, so hopefully trying to keep it up now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And so the last four years, you said you kind of got into it more. How did you find your niche, or how did you find this particular genre for me? Um, oh, it's always been house and you know like nineties trance and stuff because that's what my dad would have kind of introduced me to house nineties trance and all was kind of what I was always into. But like I'm I'm into all sorts of music like but um. I just I kind of knew it was always like dance dance music was what I'm really into you know yeah absolutely and I read as well was it two years back you won like young DJ of the year or how did you even get involved in that competition it was a um, Mark McCabe do you know the Irish DJ Mark McCabe of course I do yeah Maniac yeah 2000, yeah. <laughs> yeah he held um, a producer a breakout producer competition it was and um, that was on in Cork at uh, K-Fest it's a festival they have down in uh, a town called Kilorglan and every year they have like uh, Mark Host and he's a judge and all. And uh, it's just like 
it's the top like well don't say top five producers but like basically whoever like applied like he put he picked five producers anyway and then you did like you played a DJ set and you played your own songs and then the winner got a recording contract with um a label called Full Tilt Recordings and um I didn't I didn't win it now no I went there I I, I thought I did a good stab at it but I did I didn't win it now but uh and know a fella called I can't remember his name now. Dave something on it now. I think he's uh, I think he's doing he's doing well now. Oh um I know that was a good competition. I was only doing it for like a year or two then. I thought it was in over my head to be honest. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. And I think what we should kind of take from like listening to these kind of podcasts and listening to other people who'd have a similar interest to us is just kind of throw yourself in at the deep end, whether it's a job interview or whatever you're going for, I think it's just better to absolutely fling yourself in go for it oh, yeah. and the worst thing that can happen is you learn from it so that kind of way exactly like i got i got down there i got to meet mark mccabe i got to meet four other irish producers who are you know very good like very good producers and i uh, just got the experience of playing in front of a good crowd and all like it was, it was some experience like you know no that's unreal and when you say calorically isn't that was not when there was a big snowstorm in march like two years ago was that the was same it, like, I know it's a popular enough little town actually it is yeah yeah because yeah, um, I remember even when I was younger I, when I was like 14 I'm 28 now but like going to City Hall in Cork and like seeing Cascada and seeing all like that music and it's so cool I was even in Cork last weekend and um, I threw on a club FM which is now like Power 87 or something like that and hearing all the old school tracks like Pretty Green Eyes and all the old chants like Clubland, I was so obsessed. So it's so cool as well to speak to somebody who's, you know, into similar music and things like that. You like that? I don't know. Do you use Spotify for streaming music or would you use YouTube or what would you use? Oh, I use a mix. I remember when I was younger, I used to use YouTube to MP3. And oh, like, everyone uses that, don't they? <laughs> I'm not like, supposed to say, but. <laughs> Exactly. And like download everything and then put it onto my iPod at the time. And then like go to going to the gym, I'd have my iPod, you know, back before I, I don't even think I had an iPhone and list, like have all my like remixes that were so like copyrighted or whatever. It was just so good. And I loved all that. So nowadays I use more Spotify, but for random DJ mixes, I would use like SoundCloud for things like before. I remember when Jay-Z wasn't on Spotify. I used to listen to Jay-Z on SoundCloud because, you know, you couldn't get him and things like that. So there's always ways, isn't there, Shane? Hell yeah. No, what I was going to say about the Spotify as well, actually, if you're into all them pretty green eyes and all them kind of tunes, I have a playlist on Spotify. It's uh, Trans Anthems 90s OOs. I think it has like 77,000 likes now or something. So if you want to check out that now, just a little just a little <laughs> jab in there, you know. I love it. <laughs> a cheeky plug. Kind of no, yeah, yeah. definitely. And that's the kind of tunes I listen to like on a road trip or something like that. It just gets you buzzed, doesn't it? They're so good. That, that era, like the 90s to the to 2000s, like the trance and the dance music from them is unbelievable. It's still booming now. Like you can play any of them songs now at like a gig and people are going nuts. Like. I did a competition yeah. two years ago and you said, okay, I was in over my head, I thought, but I actually was well able. I really enjoyed it. I kind of want to take this more seriously. Where did you go from there? From there, like I was see, I was doing a college course. I was doing business in Irish. I'm actually still I have a year left in it. Um, it's in DCU. Um, I was never mad on the college course, and I kind of always wanted to do music. Like, so I took a year out of college. Then I just learned 
kind of just put a year into make producing music. I done a bit of traveling. I worked in that as well. Like, but um, so after that, yeah, I just said I, I want this. Is what I want to do, like I want to be doing this. But like you know, obviously I just have college there now as my backup. Like that's what I kind of think of a year left now. Get the business degree. But um, just the main focus. Obviously, the dream would be to music, be a music producer and a DJ. You know, <laughs> that would be the dream. Like. Yeah, no, that'd be class, like hard man or someone like that. Just like super huge. Well, I just, I just love. That's what I'd love to do. Like you know, that's that that, that was what I'd enjoy. I'd, I'd enjoy doing anyway. Like you, probably. What would you like to do? Would you like to be a just podcast or sort of social media influencer, or what would you like to be? Or um, just doing well, podcasts for a living? Like, well, that's actually a great question. Um, a couple of years ago, I actually had a blog and I loved it when I was living in New York. Um, but. I work in tech sales and I love it. I work for Salesforce, this um, tech company. You might have heard it. And <laughs> and um, I love it. I work in sales. And why I did the podcast was because I love podcasts and listening to them. Every day in a walk, I download one. And I love listening to people's stories. And, you know, people... Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, wait a sec. My friend was like, Jess, you're always banging on about podcasts. Why don't you start one and share people's stories? And I think a thing for me, Shane, was no one's actually asked me this before, so thank you. Um, But it's because you always hear like these billionaires or millionaires of how they've gotten from A to B, but you never hear people that you know or people that you hear on the radio or people on like, you know, in Ireland of how they've done something amazing. And I yeah. wanted to share more of those stories and to people who might have thought, I could never do that. Like, you absolutely can and make this more achievable and attainable. So I've all, honestly had great feedback so far. People saying, oh my God, like you've actually inspired me to go look into yoga teacher training or you've inspired me to make my hobby more of a full-time side hustle. And if Shane, if today we can inspire one person to like get a set of decks, start producing one song i think I that's it i've done that and amazing now <laughs> inspire anyone but if i could yeah if i can inspire a few young fellas there or young lads or young girls whatever like they want to make music and they don't know how to do it like if that inspires them like for me like on this podcast inspires and that's great like you know yeah i've no, actually no. had a i've had a couple of young young lads and people just texting me djs and all text me um you know on instagram uh, I, I heard your song and i really liked that and then they'd, they'd say how did you make it or what did you use and i just i tell them like because it's great to see that as well you know it's good it's kind of like it's kind of like uh gives you a bit of pride like to think that you can inspire them do you know what i mean so that's nice <laughs> yeah yeah so i suppose you can share with today what i suppose what equipment did you start with and what are you using now i'm using since the first since i first started actually it's a it's called fl studio it's by a, a company called Fruity Loops is the name of them. Um, and a lot of big producers use that, like like Martin Garrix. And um, there's a lot, like Avicii used it as well. Um, and I, I basically, I started on that one because I found I had the most sort of, I learned from YouTube tutorials and just learning by myself, like as I was going. But I found that that program had the most YouTube tutorials on it. Like, so um yeah, I just I used that one. I've been using it now for three or four years, and oh, there's still so much more to learn. Like every every day, you see something new, and you're like, oh, how do I do that now? You know, so it's just so complex. It's like a, a whole studio, but it's all in your laptop. Like you have all the instruments there, like the drums, the the whatever instrument you want, piano, like bass, everything. Like you can bring in, obviously, drag in your vocals and all, 
like and a big mixer inside your laptop it's all there like you know it's mad like it's very it's hard to wrap your head around but like it's it's fun i enjoy it <laughs> yeah no that's great and especially i use GarageBand for these podcasts and i know it's it might be similar but obviously not the same similar yeah yeah, yeah um, i've actually used that a few times as well yeah just messing around on my mate actually has a mac and we just be messing around you can make you can make songs on that as well like <laughs> <laughs> i might be a, a dj left yeah myself there are produce, producers that use garage band as well definitely yeah oh no so yeah. if somebody out there so has a mac then they could even start tomorrow if, if it made sense it's free isn't it like so yeah, yeah. and then even, even with fl studio like like i started off just learning on the free version like the trial version and then I bought it then after a few, after about a year or so, like, I think it was only, um, it was only about 160 euro to buy the producer edition. And then obviously you can, you can buy a one before that signature edition or something that's like 90 euro. And then the most expensive version, which is like exclusive bundle that just gives you a lot of extra packs. So you really don't need like, but it's like, I think it's like three or 400, but the producer edition was, the, would be the one that I'd recommend to get like it's 160 euro and you can you know you can make you can that's it's a good investment like if you want to do that like you know absolutely i mean 160 euro if we could spend it a lot worse i'm sure that's a night out for some people so uh <laughs> <laughs> investing in your career or your passion would definitely be a better investment so uh shane then how do you find the songs like do you have like a notepad where you jot down maybe a next track or what do you do i have like notes on my phone like you know voice notes if I just like thinking of idea when I'm just driving or something, I'll just like record myself humming into the phone. Like you wouldn't want anyone hearing or seeing you, but that's what I do. Or I'll write it down. I do. I have a co- like a copy there. I just write everything down as I'm going. Sometimes it gets a bit much and you need to like look back over stuff. And like, you know, when you're writing everything down, it's like loads of pages. But um, yeah, that's what I do. I'd write it down and I'd, I'd hum it into my phone. Is like, I find the best way because otherwise you might forget, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And even on your latest track, it's so unbelievable. I actually love it. It makes me like smile so much. It's such a feel good summer song. It kind of reminds me a bit like Joel Corey, you know, that good feel good summer anthem. House kind of UK house or sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I actually, I wasn't really going like after like a Joel Corey sound or anything, but like it does, it has like, it's a piano house song. It's a piano house track. Like, so it's going to have that same sort of vibe. And if I hear, if it carries that vibe, like that's a good thing because he's obviously doing big, he's doing well at himself at the minute, you know, so. But after going on your, oh no, absolutely. But after going on your Spotify, I feel like, even though that probably is my favorite when I first heard, your old song, Kicking Up the Bass, I find I'm listening to that more. Yeah, that one. That's good, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Real sort of different one. Like I just, I took like an uh, an old rap sample from an old rap song and I just I pitched it up and changed it around and chopped it up and stuff and uh, I just threw it in there with like a, a house track I already had and I just thought it suited well like it was in the same key and all so but uh, yeah that's a different song that one but uh, I'm actually happy there's a few people saying they like that one as well so I'm happy I'm happy enough with that so yeah I know great I was actually pleasantly surprised you know when you come across a new person and you hear one song you you almost hope in the background they have a few more and I did I was like yes because I like them all and save them all to my like songs and usually that annoys me because I love playlists and I often if you know someone's playing a song on like a, a mega bass or a mega boom and you're like oh share the playlist like oh no they're my like songs I'm like but yeah. I've started doing that too. Yeah, no, that's yeah. But uh, no, I actually I have um an alias on Spotify. It's called just it's my initials like SDC, 
just Shane, Declan, Cod, like, but um, I'd make a lot of trance music on that one, like, a lot of uh, 90s inspired and that, you know. Um, I actually brought out, like, a, a, um, two new songs onto that, uh, onto my alias there about two weeks ago. Um, but, like, the house, the Shane Cod, like, the Shane Cod name or whatever, and the house uh, vibe, that's my main one that I'm going for now with the push. The same as Get Out of My Head, like, I have a couple of songs there in the same sort of style as Get Out of My Head, which I'm, I'm, I'm working on about three or four of them now. And um, I'm going to try and release them now, probably in the next few months. I'm kind of, I'm actually, I was lucky enough to get a label approach me about that, get out of my head there. Yeah, so I'm seeing what happens with that now. I don't know, sometimes you, they could try and rob you or something, you know, so I'm going to get me, I'm going to get someone to look at it with me. But um, hopefully now, if things go well with that, it might blow up a bit for me, you know, I'm hoping anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And I saw that Mark Gilfoyle gave you a shout out in Spin as well. Which is so class. All the all the lads on Spain, they're all sound like they like I sent my song over to them and to Marty as well and they played it and they, they gave me a good shout out and all like every one of them, Jazz, Marty, Laura as well, like even Gavin, uh, the 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 playlist, like the music organizer there, like he they're all sound on there. Like even Mark McCabe as well on your radio, he played me as well and then up in Belfast. And I have to shout all these lads out. I don't know if they'll hear it, but no, they're all like Legends. No, <laughs> even, absolutely. Uh, up, up in Belfast, a uh, fella called Connor Coates. He's on a uh, cool FM up there, which would be like one of the biggest stations in Belfast, you know. And he played me a couple of times and gave me a great shout out. So hopefully things go well, you know. But uh, now all them lads sound for playing that for me, you know. I was delighted with that. I was. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, people cool hearing I, your song on the radio, like, you know, you're like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. I even sent it to my sister down in Cork and she was blaring it at the back garden. So I'm hoping someone shazammed it nearby. I was able to hear it as well. Out there for me, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, so I saw Shane, people are probably curious, like what's a day in the life like for a music producer? Music producer, well, for me, it's kind of like when I, obviously now I'm off for the summer, I was supposed to be working for the summer, but it kind of worked out better for me now. I have more time to focus on music. But um, like if I'm working on a song, like I usually do it through the night time. Like I just find it's just more bit more quiet in that you know um but like if i'm working on a song i'll be i'll spend like sometimes i'll spend six or seven hours a day on on it like and then i'll be doing that in a row like a few days because i usually like just getting it done like and then i might take a break for a few days but like if you're at it every day like your ears being bits like you know what i mean your ears because you're listening to the blare of music or you have your headphones on you're tweaking little things like listening to the smallest little things in the track like trying to fix it so um a day in the life it wouldn't be like flat out every day at it either you know but you're always thinking about it. you're always like if you're listening to a song on the radio you're listening to what did he do there or you know what's that sound in the background i like that sound or that vocal is catchy like i like that like you know things like that you're always thinking about it as well like, so. yeah it's a bit like a recipe you're just building up this like yeah. a class sounding track and speaking of vocals um do you have any like females you work with right now or is that something you want to do in the future I have, yeah, I have. I've actually reached out to a few after get out of my head, um. But I have, um, I have a couple of vocalists. Yeah, one actually from Cavan, where I live at the minute. Well, she's living in uh, Scotland at the minute, um. But I do have a couple of vocalists that I know. Yeah, and I'm kind of working on a few songs, a few original tracks. Now I'm, I'm going to send them the the instrumental, and hopefully they'll come back with me, uh, come back to me with um vocals on. You know, so I would know. I know a few, like yeah, so. That helps. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And is that something you would recommend, like collaborating? Like if people were starting out, collaboration is key. 
hundred percent, yeah, because then you can get the reach of the two, yes, the two people, you know, there's more reach there, you know. So um, and even just different ideas, bouncing them off each other and everything you learn from each other, like you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it was actually annoying when I first uh, when I first moved to New York five years ago. I was obsessed with uh, Martin Garrix, one hundred percent, and his song "Virus" was like virus and uh, poison and dragon are my three favorite martin garrick songs and then the bloody coronavirus and i when i was listening to it, i was like why do you have to take my song like i love that song it's i don't know i haven't heard much of martin garrick's now you must be taking a break for a while is he have you heard yourself i've heard a few bits like i know he did ocean with khalid but like i this sounds awful but i prefer his like older stuff pop pop vibe now isn't he his, yeah. his other edm stuff was uh, it was really good like yeah yeah it's almost like i shouldn't say this but i hate when they almost sell out to do like more mainstream yeah i think that might be what he's doing but sure he's obviously making a good few <laughs> so he doesn't really care <laughs> yeah i know that's completely fair completely fair so you mentioned like you know you do your six hours a day a couple of days and then how do you know when the song is ready because i know with people who produce music or books it's like never perfect enough no, you never. And then you're always hearing new things. Um, I suppose it's just like, because you have your stages, obviously you produce the song, then you then you mix it, which is getting all your levels right and taking out like frequencies that you don't need in the track and um, panning and all sort of things. And then you have mastering, which is like where you'll basically just make the, the tracks, like just finish the, finish the sound off, like do a small little bit of tweaking here and there. and But that's where like you'd spend, oh, to be honest, like I'd sometimes spend nearly more time fixing the song than actually making it. Like, I'd spend like like get out of my head in particular there. I think the the, the track in total, like mixing, mastering, producing it was like thirty hours. But I had the produ- the production part of it done really in probably maybe ten hours or something. Well, maybe maybe ten or fifteen hours. So the rest of it is all tweaking it, and you're like it's. It takes a long time to get just happy with it because especially when you're I'm a bit fussy about it, like. <laughs> no it's fetishly fussy honestly the end product i have to say sounded so professional and i'm not gonna lie when i did shazam it and see that it was someone so young and it sounded so like experienced like i was like wow so well done like i i was so chuffed and i sent a few of my mates as well in the us because like you have to listen to this it's so good and it's really nice as well to see like thank you <laughs> <laughs> no problem uh, it's great to see irish talent like come up and we don't see enough of that. Well, I think, like, I think just because, like, it's Irish people, like, they like to obviously back their own, like, you know, that's why I think, like, it, it has a good few streams as people sharing it every day. And that's what I think helps a lot is just people, like, Irish people helping Irish people, you know, that's what I think is helping me a lot there. So I'm happy enough with that. But, um, yeah, no, definitely, like, Irish backing. It's, yeah. it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> And you said you go to DCU. And um, when are you starting back? And you know, once the year is over, what do you think you're going to do next? I don't know what the story is when we're coming, but I think it's going to be all online now. Um, but um, after I don't know. I was thinking like my degree is business in Irish. It's all true Irish, like it's all Oscalge. So um, I was thinking of doing business, and I was thinking of doing Irish teaching after that. That would be another two years doing, you know, PME. Um, a masters but um like obviously the dream would be to the music if i could get <laughs> if i could get going with the music you know producing and signed with a label or whatever getting gigs and all like 
that'd be the dream. But just keep at the college, get the college finished up for the minute, and um, just keep producing what when I can. You know, in my spare time. Yeah, and we'll be seeing and, any uh, tracks off Skelga in the meantime, or like I actually know two singers. They're from Mead. They're from the Gael Talk in Mead. They're Rat Cairn, and they're they're unbelievable. Like um, on Cade Glue and Ella, they're called. They're up on Instagram and all, but uh. Yeah, I'd love to. If I got them two on it now, that'd be, yeah. I actually thought about doing that. We're going to collab. Obviously, with the coronavirus and things there, things sort of, uh, you couldn't go get down to them and all, things like that. But I'm definitely thinking about collabing with them because they're they're unbelievable and they're, they do all their songs through wires, you know. Oh, no, that's unreal. And we don't hear enough. I was actually in the Gale Talked in, I drove through Connemara last weekend and seeing even like Old Varga and seeing everything written in Irish. It was like, I haven't spoken Irish properly in like 10 years since my leaving cert. And it was awful because I remember walking out of my higher level leaving Irish like I never have to speak Irish again this is class and like I was like because you always was when you're 18 you know whatever well when I was 18 I was such a math head I didn't like languages at all um but now I'm like it's such a it's awful because like it's such a beautiful language and there's some parts of Ireland that's what they speak and it's such a big part of our culture as well exactly yeah yeah it's yeah there's a lot of people that yeah they probably would they they don't really like it or whatever, but yeah. Uh, I, see, I went to primary school in Irish, so I kind of always had it, you know. And then I went to the Gale Talks and things like that. So I think it just, if you're brought up with it, you kind of, you, you, you know, you see it differently maybe. But Yeah, and one of my friends actually works for TG Carr and he loves Irish as well. And he's the biggest messer. And he's so funny. So I actually, there's such a charm, isn't it, in having the Irish language and he's just mad, like he's brilliant. Um, so maybe I could introduce the two of you, maybe do an Irish track on TG Gah or something, that'd be good crack. All exposure there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. Um, I actually think a house track in Irish, well, yeah, like if I could get something like that going, obviously with them two singers from me, like I think it'd be cool, like, you know, it'd be original, it'd be, it'd be different. Like there's not, like, I don't think there's really any uh, house kind of dance tracks through Irish. I know a couple of people have tried it, like, but, like um, that'd be that'd be good. Jeez, if you got something like that going and got it across the world, imagine that everyone singing Irish. Like <laughs> that would be unbelievable. I I'd love that, and as well the fact that I think it would make the Irish like it's, this. Is probably gonna be controversial, but it would make it sexier. Do you know that kind of a way? Because putting yeah, a good feel to it, like yeah, I'm putting a good tune behind it, and like Maniac Two Thousand, that comes on anywhere, and everyone's yeah, up dancing. Yeah. They know the words. I feel like we it's been a long time since we've had, we had something like that. Yeah. yeah, and I think Shane, you could be onto a winner there with having the next Irish anthem, Oscarga. I think that could be a winner. I'll try, I'll try. <laughs> no, that's so cool. So I suppose um I know we we're all up in arms with coronavirus and all the rest of it, but do you think, you know, once this calms down, I know you maybe we'll get back into a, like, a physical studio, especially being able to do your college work online. That would be epic to give you the more time to concentrate yeah. you know back in cabin as well but what do you kind of see would you be going to a studio with people doing more like physical gigs or what would you like to happen next physical gigs would be just the dream that's all i want like i want to go to ibiza i'd love to go there and play you know in the ocean beach nightclub and all these spots over there in spain and europe and all that's what i'd love to do like even in the big clubs in dublin and in the uk like that's what i want to do like is play the big gigs you know and play dance music i've done loads of gigs like i've done birthday parties and all that and the, pub, the local pubs in cavan and the nightclubs here but like you're playing to a crowd you might have like 40 year olds up one end they, or you might have people who might want uh you know irish music then you might want people who want dance music pop music you know 
it just it'd be the dream to get the as I said the physical gigs but playing dance music with people that like dance music as well like that would be just unreal yeah that would be so cool and I'm looking forward to that myself I actually I do miss like the thumping and feeling the floor move and just the energy exactly that's you know you just, just don't know what's going on you know yeah yeah we'll all get our temperature checked on the way in <laughs> do something like it's, it's gone it's gone beyond the joke at this stage like for sure just don't know how it's going to play out I suppose don't we know yeah, no, that's true. And all we can focus on is blaring speakers in our car on the way to Tesco and uh, pretending we're like a, at a dance party. <laughs> you heard, um, I was talking to a few lads and they're actually saying that uh, Spotify streams and all that, you know, people just people are streaming more music now, maybe because they have more free time or something, but the streams on, on music has gone up a lot like lately over the coronavirus, yeah. Oh, brilliant. So it's kind of like, it's, it's bad for artists that they don't have gigs, but it's good in a way then because they're getting the streams, you know, so. And how does the stream, I suppose, affect you then? How does that work? You get, like, you'll get, um, depends, like, at the minute, at the, I'm independent, I'm an independent artist, uh, so I get, like, 100% of the stream royalties to myself, like, but, um, like, and it's not a lot, like, I think for a stream on Spotify, you get, like, 0.00375 of a cent, so, yeah, like, it's, oh, it's complicated then as well, you get it, like, if you get a stream now today, you won't get paid for that stream for three months' time. You're on like a three month backlog, but like you get paid by the month for your streams anyway. But um then every every service is different. Like YouTube you get a lot less and then Spot uh, SoundCloud you got a lot you get less again. Like so Spotify is kind of where you get paid the most out of. But um but if you're signed to a label then they'll take a big cut of them streams, you know, but they'll give you the exposure. That's what and then the radio they'll have connections with radio and then spotify like editorial playlist which would be like like you know like when you go on to spotify and you see like new music friday and like like just spotify's uh playlists that are made by spotify like if you're signed with a label they can kind of get you into them playlists and get you more plays so it's kind of yeah yeah the streaming the streaming game is a funny one so i suppose that cost that they're taking is almost like a marketing budget yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, they pump a bit of music, uh, money into your into your song, like marketing and plugging it to radio people and into Spotify and their connections, using their connections and that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, well, that's really cool. And I suppose Shane, what's something you've learned over the last two years that you didn't have a clue about before you ever started this? Uh, well, geez, in the last month, really, to be honest, <laughs> about the whole the whole label stuff and all, like all that crack, like like. A lot of lads that have managers and solicitors and all going into things like that and like I'm, I'm like just talking to a few labels and that now like and I'm just buying myself like so I'm gonna have to get a solicitor or someone to look at and then obviously in the last two years yeah Jesus I'm always trying to learn new production stuff you know and always trying to um, get better at it. No, I know what you mean. I was actually this other DJ who played sometimes and the nights where he drink more, the sets are better. Yeah. See, it's kind of a dodgy thing. It's like everyone else is locked around you and you kind of want to get on that buzz as well. And if you're on that buzz, then you're kind of on the level with them, you know. But it's a dodgy game as well because if you keep doing that, like you're going to, you can't, you won't last doing that really, like, you know. It sounds like you have a solid group of friends around you who are really supportive and like maybe your family as well. Like, especially I'm sure you're really grateful for your dad for introducing us to you so young. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, I am like, you know, and family and friends and that. Yeah, and I suppose like, yeah, 
suppose I do have, yeah, I do have good support around me, yeah, so that, that helps. <laughs> yeah, and even, like, speaking to you now, um, your personality just seems so grounded and so, like, chill, and you're just so, like, almost, like, you almost feel, like, you're so grateful that this has happened to you. You don't seem smug or whatever. Chill, <laughs> I don't know if I'm grounded and chill, but thanks. I am definitely very grateful, like, and I'm grateful for how this song at the minute has lifted off for me, like, you know, it's, like it's number three in the top 50 uh, top played songs in SoundCloud the last two weeks. Like, you know, obviously Joel Corey brought out Head and Heart there, which is like number one platinum across UK, Ireland, Europe. That's just two spots behind it. Like, like it's my song is two spots behind that. Like, and it's not, it's an independent, like for an independent artist to do that. Like I'm, I'm proud of that. And I'm, I'm grateful just for people like just streaming it and, you know, sharing it for me and everything like, you know, so. I'm definitely yeah. very grateful. And I'm grateful for you for having me on here as well. Thanks very much. Great, great experience for me. Oh, Shane, absolutely. And I know these can be absolutely petrifying. And see, on my role, I chat all day to customers. So I'm used to chatting to people all day. But some of the people I've spoken to, they've messaged me the day their podcast come out. Said, I can't listen. I can't listen. I'm like, I promise you. I hate the sound of my own voice as well. But it sounds great. So as in like the person talking. So like, it's, it's supposed for you, Shane. I mean, like hopefully as more songs come out they get more traction you might be getting more radio interviews and things like that so is that something you're looking forward to i hope so yeah that would like i actually was, I was a little bit nervous for doing this as well like i like obviously a bit nervous like but uh <laughs> like i would be nervous doing radio interviews and that as well yeah but I, like if it's a thing that that came like i'd be yeah i'd be delighted to do that like you know it's all exposure and like that's what i want to be doing like so you know yeah. I'd obviously be nervous doing it, but yeah, I would like to do that. Like, exactly. Oh, brilliant! And I told Shane, what like what advice would you give your eighteen year old self, like knowing what you know now? Maybe get into it sooner. I think I was always too afraid of what people would think of me. You know, like I was always afraid. Like, oh, like I always loved music and wanted to do DJing and all. Like, and I'd always be like, nah, like the, the lads and all have slag me and. You know, people in the town. You know, I live in a small town up here in Cavan, so you'd be thinking like small town mentality and all. Like, but um. I'd say just do it, do it, like, you know, because it took me probably until I was about 20 or so, or 19, 20, until I started getting into, like, producing and DJing, and I suppose I'd just tell myself just to just do it, and don't be afraid of what people think you, I suppose. Yeah, and I suppose, what advice would you give to somebody listening right now who thinks, this is so cool, I would love to do this as well? Uh, well, first of all, I'd be honoured if someone thought that, but... Uh, I'd probably just tell them, just do it. Like that's it. No other way around it. Just do it, and and uh, just if you want to learn how to produce music, watch the YouTube tutorials. Whatever sort of music you want, like just search on YouTube how to make pop music, how to make dance music, how to make house music. Pick the right videos that are working for you. There's loads of channels on there that show you how to do everything, like how to make chords or how to, you know, how to fucking, how to program your kicks in, your drums in, in or whatever. Like because it's all there, like. So just, just do it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I use YouTube as well. I was like, how do I create a, a podcast? What microphone do I buy? And it's literally Google is your best friend. So definitely use and abuse it. Yeah, even um, uh, a lot of uh, podcasts are moving on to Spotify now, aren't they? Like even Joe Rogan now is going on to Spotify now in the next, next year or something. Yeah, yeah. I have links to Spotify as well. It's so handy because not everyone is Apple like yeah, a lot yeah. of my friends are android so a lot of them use spotify and as well it's so handy just to download it on spotify 
if you're going for a walk or a drive, like we're all doing staycations these days, we're going to parts of Ireland with no internet. <laughs> so it's good to have it downloaded for the road as well. Especially if it's informative or it's interesting for you, like, you know, just throw on the podcast. And um, I'd actually say to you, fair play to you for setting up this, because this is like, I haven't seen any other podcasts like this in Ireland, like going, um, looking at like people starting out and trying to inspire people and that. So fair play to you for setting that up. You know, you spotted that and I hope it grows for you as well. Thanks so much, Shane. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Jesus, like it's an honor. <laughs>